Hello everybody and welcome to the Dream Team Tonic Podcast, where we talk all things Dream Team, helping you to win your mini leagues. Before we start, hit that like button, hit that subscribe and notch the bell, make sure you get notified every time a new podcast lands. If you do want more content or just to show your support to the Dream Team Tonic lads, head over to patreon.com forward slash Dream Team Tonic, the link is in the description below. We offer access to an amazing Discord, exclusive articles, fixtures, live question and answers and much more all to help improve you as a Dream Team Manager. Without further ado, I hand you over to me, Tony, for today's podcast. Enjoy, and thanks for your support. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Dream Team Tonic Podcast, episode 97. Getting very very close to that one episode. Um, I'm Tony, and with me, as usual, Ben, are you there, mate? Hi, mate, you okay? All good, mate. And James, are you there? Good evening, Tony. Good evening. <laughs> all good, mate? Yeah, all good. Excellent. Uh, just a big uh, a big shout to the uh, three people that took uh, advantage of our free Patreon trial uh, over the last week, which was Owen Higgins, Kieran Ryan, and Din Dan the Frying Pan. Uh, <laughs> we hope you enjoyed your free trial, and it, we hope, I, hope you, I hope you decide to stay with us and and I hope you um you got got out of got out of the free trial what what um what we what we want you to get out of it, which is uh, some sound advice, uh, a good Discord community, um yeah, and a bit of improvement maybe. So hopefully you decide to stay. Um right, we're gonna mix it up a little bit this week. Um we're gonna go through the transfers ins and outs or in the top one hundred. Um, and also the ownership in top 100. See you. Uh, see the players that have, have been courted by the uh, the leading managers in the game so far this year. So James, let's have a run through the top 100 ownership. Yep. So, 100 people out of 100 own uh, Marcus Rashford. We've got 99 that own Fernandez and Haaland. 84 own Kevin De Bruyne. And um, Harry Kane, 83. Um, I won't read the whole lot out. There's some, um, I see there's still 50% of people have still got um, Nick Pope, I see. Um, Despite the lesser fixture volume. There's 41 people with Fabian Shah in there. Um, I would expect, I would have expected to see United defenders a bit higher. Luke Shaw's quite high at 49%. Um, yeah, so and David de Gea is only thirty four percent. So it's quite an interesting, interesting to have a look at the top one hundred ownership. Um, Ten people have got Enketia. I presume they, they've well, it looks like they've all got um, Rashford and Haaland. So um, the rest of them will have Kane, I presume. Yeah, uh, and uh, about only ten Enketia. So you're one of those, aren't you, Tony? I was until yesterday. Yep. Uh, took him out, put Kane back in, played it safe. Um, <laughs> I really didn't matter. I could have just left him, but obviously Arsenal have uh, Arsenal have City midweek. United have got Barca. Yeah, sorry, and Spurs have my man. Sorry. Yeah. So, and I just fancied Harry Kane against Leicester because he loves to go against Leicester, but Leicester Leicester pummeled him. Yeah. yeah. Well and well, truly. Kane scored over 20 goals against Leicester. So uh, it's, it's crazy it's, it was a no-brainer. 
but yeah, they just look like a different team now. Mm. Um, new, it's amazing what new signings can do to a team. Yeah, and Madison being back to Bigham. Yeah, and he gets Massive. playing his natural position now. He's playing just, as a number 10 now, instead of yeah. out on the right wing. Makes that team tick, doesn't he? Top, yeah. top player. Um, just, just to say about the top 100 ownership, that could well change uh, with the transfers that happened today. Um, can get updates at midnight, at least on ffstuff.co.uk. Get there for all your fancy football needs. Great, great work by Frank on that side. Um, there's no one really surpri- surprising on there, is there? It's, no. It is all, all the people that have probably been racking up the points. Um, I wonder... I see. Sorry, go on. I was going to say, I see 12 people still got Casemiro, even though he's got a ban, but he does, as we said last week, he's playing in Europe, so um, yeah. a lot of people would have just decided to hold him, I guess. Mm. Yeah, just held on to him as if, like, I don't know, he's a, United, a Newcastle player. Who's only, got, only had one game this week, Amaron, or something like that. I was wondering, um, them Newcastle players might have been moved on to Man City players today. Like uh, Nick Pope yeah. on to Edison, maybe. Yeah, as soon as the lineups. Yeah, with Gea. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, one of them. Risky. It's risky having to do City blind, isn't it? Yeah. If, if, uh, United were probably a little bit safer, or you would have thought. But then, Harry Maguire <laughs> and Luke Shaw start at centre half. Yeah. Uh, Varane and Martinez obviously sat it out. Martinez did come on. Wambasaka came on as well. Uh, nice five pointer. Yeah. That's cheeky five points. Is it? it yeah. It, it was a risky business, and all. Maybe you got burnt, did you, James, with your Ake's? Um. Yeah, I did bring in a, one one uh, one Ake. Um, on Thursday, probably should have waited, um, but that there was a minor price swing involved in that transfer, um, and it was it would have been fairly close call. So I did it Thursday night. Yeah, um, and he didn't play. But there you go. I mean, the only the only player you would think that would play left back in the entire City squad, and he's 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 got Bernardo Silva <laughs> as some sort of inverted left back. Yeah, but <laughs> that's that for you. He <laughs> came, came on, didn't he, at the end? But like the clean sheet was already gone then, so yeah, it's nil poir. Yeah, and Akanji came on at half time, didn't he? For Diaz, yeah, yeah, he did. I think maybe he was just resting Diaz, not played much, has he? Yeah, big game that's rest. Wednesday, yeah, you're 3 0 up at half time. I think he was just trying to protect. Um, I'd say probably say the same way. Um, Ireland as well. Yeah. Obviously, it took a bit of a knock when he collided with the keeper, but I can't see that being, um, mm. being too much of a problem. I think 3-0 up, I thought. Get big man off. Uh, let him rest up. ready for the, It's a huge game against Arsenal now. Massive, massive game. Um, obviously, Arsenal drawing against Brentford. So, I, I think it can put City level on points, can it? Albeit a game, a game more played, but yeah. we'll start to uh, wonder whether Arsenal have got the... Um, the mental strength to be able to, because they had quite a few point lead, really about seven or eight points at one point. Yeah, it's yeah. quickly whittled away, which it does, especially when you've got someone as uh, as good as City chasing you. Right, Did let's you... see if anyone were burnt by any ins. Uh, we want the transferred ins. Um, this isn't in the top hundreds. This is just across the, the whole game. 
uh, in the last week. Uh, Fernandez most transferred in this week, eleven and a half thousand transfers in. Matoma, Brian Lad, who's absolutely on fire, um, ten thousand three hundred transfers in. Harry Kane got transferred in by nine thousand for his blank. Rashford, six thousand three hundred transfers in. Um, and Saka's there with five thousand seven hundred transfers in. Um, obviously, Arsenal had a double with the City game coming up this week. See, uh, Hoiberg's on there after he scored last. Uh, sorry, he got an assist last week in the star man, wasn't it? Yeah, he uh, ticks along nicely, Hoiberg, doesn't he? Yeah, keeps popping up with a goal here and there. Uh, is that the new lad there, Fernandez? Yeah, for Chelsea, Chelsea three and a half thousand transfers in. Felix, Yo, Felix, uh, two thousand three hundred transfers in. Is there any hard luck stories on there? I don't think so, is there? Aki, in it. Aki didn't start. Aki's the one, yeah. Son, Son was a strange one. I suppose he scored a hat trick against Leicester didn't he, uh, early in the season. Yeah. That's what probably thinking people have put him in as a gamble. Yeah, I mean, they do have the double, didn't they? Spurs. Yeah. Uh, Leicester and then Milan. Um, the fixture count is all right now, I think, from, from now. Um, yeah. They've got a double at the end of the month as well. Yeah. So his son isn't. He did score two against Preston over yeah, week club as well. Yeah, <laughs> and for so James. he's not he's not done not done too badly, has he? It's just uh, not getting consistently getting points so far this season. Some, um, yeah, no, no real big surprises on there. What about the, the transfers out then? Yeah, uh, Casemiro seventeen thousand, nearly eighteen thousand transfers out. Salah. 8,000 transfers out. P- losing a lot of value now. He's 7.7. He was 8.8 not long ago. Hmm. Um, Almiron, he burnt a few people this week. Uh, yeah. 7,000 transfers out. I think I transferred him out this week in some teams. <laughs> um, Cancelo, still in some people's teams, 6,900. Foden, somehow still in people's teams, 5,700. And De Bruyne transferred out five thousand one hundred with not in not in great form, but he can just turn it on, can't he? Yeah, it's scary not having him. It's, it's dangerous that <clears throat> playing a dangerous game. Do you know more? Looking at more Salah, there are eight thousand transfers out. Mm. He there's with fifty teams in the top one k of him. He's a huge differential. Hmm. But. Jesus is on the list. <laughs> People yeah. not even touching the team. It, that's it, that's just, the overall, that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, 27% overall ownership. <clears throat> so you could probably guess that there's 27% dead teams. Mm. Uh, obviously, people do give up. Once they're losing in the mini leagues and, uh, and no sign of doing anything overall. Yeah, fallen five thousand transfers out, didn't he? He's uh, he made his way back onto the pitch today. Why didn't he just start him, man? It's just waste of talent at that club. Yeah, it is. Um, you don't know what goes on behind closed doors, though. Yeah, the attitudes aren't right. Um, I mean, and I don't want him to get back in team now because I brought in Grealish today. <laughs> so, yeah. Hopefully, Did you get uh, five points? Five points. Mm. Yeah. 
the 9.8 dive. Yeah, nice dive, that one. <laughs> <laughs> Take that one. Take that one. Right, let's, um, let's have a look through our teams and James. You're first up, mate. Yeah, another good week so far. 65 points. Um, the um, Man United uh, blocks doing me proud. Um, De Gea, eight. Martinez, five. Shaw, 15. Wambasaka, five. Still got Trippier in there. Um, mm. Got three points. Midfield, Mares got 10. Fernandez, three. Odegaard, three. Up front, Rashford, eight. Haaland, five. And Kane, nothing. Um, four transfers left. Up to 13K. Quite happy with that because it was 250k <laughs> at yeah, one point. Brilliant. So yeah, doing it's, it's flying this team still, so that's good. Another good week. Didn't fancy the, the KDB tri- uh, transfer then for Trippier. Think I w- I did consider it, mm. um, and that's something I still may do in this side. Yeah. Yeah, it was a nice fixture though, wasn't it, Bournemouth? Mm. Yeah. I think next week's when he starts picking up for Newcastle, is it? They've got Liverpool. I haven't got the fixtures here by hand, but it's like Liverpool, Man United, Man City, isn't it? In the next three. Yeah, they have like a <laughs> a, a daunting triple headed, aren't they? Yeah, so it's Liverpool, Man United, Man City. Yeah. Yeah, tricky, tricky little run that. Mm. Obviously, you don't want to be having the defenders for them games, really. Um, they are a much improved side, Newcastle. Um, yeah, another uh, clean sheet wipeout for them, which is good since they jumped away. Um, right, over to my side. No transfers made this week. I've got three transfers left on this side. Again, the fixture against Bournemouth just made me leave the um, Burn and Trippier in just for this week. Uh, I've got De Gea in the net, eight points. Wambasaku came on for a nice five points. Um, Burn zero, Trippier three points. Shaw, Starman, uh, clean sheet assist, with fifteen points. De Bruyne zero. He got, got the good... week. <laughs> yeah, he got it this one. Let's take this one off him. De Bruyne, who I thought had a decent game today, looked back to uh, somewhere near his best. Um, I'm sure he'll start. Uh, Totting those points back up. Uh, zero points today. Uh, Fernandez, three points. Almiron, the goal, eight points. And Ketia, zero points. Haaland, five points. And Rashford, eight points. 55 points for the week. Uh, 14, 1,414 overall. Um, like I said, three transfers left, which are probably on the Newcastle lads to increase, increase fixture volumes and avoid them horrible, horrible little run of games they've got. Um, yeah, that's my side. How about yours, Ben? Yep, uh, 59 points this week. Uh, 1374 overall. Uh, points overall. Um, this team is now 18k. Um, I've got De Gea and Goal for 8 points, Shaw 15. Martinez and Wambasaka come on for 5 points each. And a did some transfers this week. I took out Trippier for Kevin De Bruyne and Almiron for Aki. <laughs> but 
blind, <laughs> blind transfer. So I lost me armor on points than that, but it's the fixture volume. I, I think City will get a lot of points over these next few games. Over it is the danger in it. Yeah. Going going blind with City. But it was a decent fixture for Newcastle. Yeah. Um it's probably why I left left Almer on in as well, because he, he's I'm taking him out regardless of whether he's scored or not. I think he just got lucky leaving him in really. It wasn't um like you say the fixture volume. City have got some good games coming up as well, haven't they? They've got a nice run of fixtures. Um, yeah. So it's not a not the worst decision in the world. It just didn't seem to uh, pay off this week, did it? Exactly. Yeah. It's all about the games coming up. Yeah, definitely. Um, nice position. Yeah, uh, Bruno three points. Bruno Fernandez, uh, Mares ten points. De Bruyne zero. Rashford eight. Haaland five for an assist and Kane zero. Um. My my best team's now five hundred and sixty eighth. So happy days. I'm starting to climb again. I had a bad week last week, but I'm back back on the climb again this week. My best one. Seventy happy points days, off yeah. the top hundred now. So much. You'll be no, up there soon then. Hopefully. You will be. No doubt about that. Right. Do you think uh, Kane plays that Millwall game? Mil- Mil- no, no, sorry, <laughs> Milan game. What am I on about? Do you know what? Do you know, what? I, I, do you know where that's come from? That's come from when I was um, looking at the Enketia move, mm. and I, when I put him in last week. I'm sure I, I kept looking at that Milan game and thinking it was Millwall in the cup, and I was thinking, well, he might get, he might get rested. He might not play that because he got rested against Preston. Anyway, yeah, it's just done me again. I was just looking at it then going, Millwall. That's strange. This is a cup game at Midway. Right? <laughs> you should, you should be looking at my fixture grid. And then you would be able uh, to see it says Mil- yeah. uh, Milan. Well, I was just looking at your team and it was just like, again, Millwall, yeah. You might not play that. Anyway, yeah, ignore me. Okay, now, how the hell am I in, a, I in eighth position? <laughs> I brought Kane in for Millwall game this week. <laughs> anyway, anyway, just to uh, if there's any of them uh, top seven players, that seven people that are above me in the league, if you are listening, just to lure you into a false sense of security. Don't worry about Tony and Ape. He thinks Spurs are playing Millwall this week. <laughs> Right, should we get into the uh, into the questions, lads? Yeah. Let's get stuck in. Right. First up is our mate, DT Patrick. Dream team is an emotional roller coaster. Plays and teams can go from hero to zero or Tony to pony <laughs> in a matter of weeks. Do you get drawn into headlines and hyperbole or do you stick to cold, calculated moves and avoid the emotion reactive moves James what do you reckon mate I don't well I don't find it really that hard to stay cold and calculated I don't I don't get carried away with the latest shiny new thing you know I'm look at Mudrick he looks fantastic for this little cameo in his first game and he's done nothing in the last two games and I was like 
I wouldn't be making that move. You know, it's too, too soon. I've seen people with Weg Horst in their sides. I'm like, <laughs> I wouldn't make yeah, that move. thanks, mate. He was rubbish. <laughs> um, no, just stick with the cold and calculated moves. I, I don't find it hard to, to if, if no matter how much hyperbole as Patrick puts it, there is about a player. You know, you can't just see one performance and go, right, I've got to have him, got to have him. No, yeah. I don't work like that. Stay cold and calculated. Um, don't jump on the latest shiny new thing, I would say. Yeah. Ben? Yeah, just make a plan at the start of the month and stick to it. Um, don't change your mind after one one week. Like, look at everyone going mental last week because of Man United conceding a goal in the last two games. And then they go out and get a clean sheet today and everyone else is conceded. Now the United block has got the advantage at the moment. It's just... Just stick to the plan. Don't worry about like people getting upset. I just don't understand it. You just gotta stick to what you thought is the right thing to do. The fixture quantities, you, you you're gonna get more chances of getting clean sheets. You've got more games, haven't you? Um, Wise words. Um, look at look at Leicester for example as well. About the um, teams turning from heroes to zeros. Leicester started the season awful. Then they finished the first half of the season before the World Cup on fire. Come back again. <laughs> Crap. After the World Cup. And now the last two games, they've scored eight goals and they're flying. Just a couple yeah. of new signings changed it all. It's just it's just just stick stick to the plan, I'm saying basically. Stick to the plan and uh, don't pick these new players that you think, oh look, he looks good just from a cameo. Yeah. You know that the proven players are the ones you want to get the ones that score the points every season? Just pick them. Yeah, pick ones them. Extra fixtures as well. Yeah, you just look off a fixture of all you like. You like to say at the start of the month, it's easy, I think, to if you you play the game week to week kind of thing, and you're looking like you said, United losing the clean sheets, and it's like, oh god, that was a tosh idea, weren't it? United are shy. Don't, don't matter when they got more games when they when they're conceding, blah blah blah. blah. But it's over the month. You're making a plan for that month. Yeah. You're not looking. You don't pick your dream team or make your transfers based on that one week, unless you're having a bit of a punt because you've got some extra transfers or whatever that might be. Your your plan is always to right. I'm I'm going to attack this block of fixtures, uh, which is usually over probably six or seven games, um, which more than likely sometimes covers a full month. So it's about looking at your points tally after the end of the weekend. Because, like you, you, you're only part way through that plan. Like you, you could have, you're gonna get uh, all emotional about it after one weekend when your your team scored next to nothing because you conceded and your strikers haven't fired. Uh, for the rest of the month, they could absolutely like nail it. Don't mean you gotta start transferring away and getting emotional about it. Stick to I, your plan. Like you I should, then. I should get emotional about. Uh, transferring Vegos out for Kane this weekend because Vegos got more points than Kane. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. just, why did I do that? God. Yeah. Get Vegos back in. Stay with Vegos. <laughs> <laughs> Kane to Vegos next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've got to be calculated about it. Just play your play your plan. Uh, don't worry about it. I do have to say though, I brought Vegos in for a four for one over Kane. That's why I did it because Kane didn't play in the FA Cup. Yeah, it, I, thought, it, it, I had transfers to burn at the end of the month, so yeah, it was just a punt. Uh, United had loads of games, 
he scored yeah. the weekend before. Uh, in sorry, he scored the week before in the Carabao Cup. So I thought, oh, I'll get him in. He's playing up front, and he got three points out of four matches. <laughs> so, but it could have been so different. Yeah, and Kane's still done him with a, one game against Man City. <laughs> but you just move on, don't you? You move on and get pick pick get yeah. get Kane back in. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I mean, what did you lose out on? Five points. Five points. Yeah. And the transfer, obviously. The transfer, yeah. But I, I, I had, I had transfers to burn because I had the Newcastle block. Didn't need to yeah. move off it at the time. Yeah. So I was, I was just happy to try something. No, makes sense. Makes sense. Like any other day like that, could have you could have uh, got your extra 10, 12 points mm. over the course of them games. But yeah. Right, Lee Hooper, question for each of you. During the season, in your stronger sides, what move moves have gone wrong for you? And in hindsight, do you think they were the correct move that didn't work out, or do you regret the move? Um, ben, your best side? Um, well, I'm going to work backwards um, from now. So I started the restart with Callum Wilson, um, and then... He was just. I thought I'd pick him in for the uh, Carabao Cup, and I think he got rested or he got injured or something, which is the usual Wilson. And then I, I seen I didn't have Rashford, and Rashford started the season brilliantly. I was fixed it straight away, yeah. put him put Rashford in. I had Bazunu in from the restart with I think I had four Newcastle defenders, but I had Bazunu as an enabler. Yeah. Um, Southampton had a. A, a nice couple of games. I think it was Lincoln, and then he had a few good games in the league. But I thought I'll have him as an enabler, and then I still have the money to bounce about with players that I think I want to jump on. But anyway, after seeing what he did in the first week, I, I jumped straight back to Pope. <laughs> um, it was a known goal, weren't it, on that first game? Like, yeah, in. I think yeah, in the Lincoln game, he scored an he scored yeah. an goal. Yeah. Um, I've also had like Skamaka and Lingard in my team at the start of the season. So Lingard was in at the start of the season as an enabler. Just thought he'd be like the main man at Forest, but he didn't seem to get off to the start. He did what he had at West Ham. When he yeah. was at West Ham, he was on fire. Um, Skamaka was on a good bit of form. I brought him in and then he was scoring like one goal, one goal, one goal. And then he just did nothing for ages yeah. and then that was like oh why did I bring him in <laughs> yeah and then I was thinking you need to stick with the main men don't you up front the, the ones that are the top boys at the top clubs yeah um, and then like basically um, I don't dwell on lost lost points you know uh, only makes you feel worse if you'd like think ah oh. and look at these some people go back and go oh this I'm going to look what points I've lost out on, and they'll go yeah. back and count all the points, and then they'll go, and then they go, oh, I've lost out on twenty points there. This just makes you feel worse. You just need to uh, put that put that away, and just like look at the the, the possible uh, transfers in the future. Fix fix your yeah. team straight away if you can. Yeah. Like what what think, people James? think is like, like say you look back, don't you? Mm. And they start like saying, "Oh, if I hadn't made that move there, I'd have had that. If I didn't make that move there, I'd have had that." And then next thing you know, is another opportunity comes around. They go, "I'm not going to make that move." 
Mm. And that, that cost some points because you, 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 so long as, do you remember James when, when we uh, we started the Patreon and you, you did your um, transfer checklist? Yeah. Mm. You, you're doing a transfer for a reason. And as long as you are making the best calculated moves, they might not always pay off, but as long as your reasoning behind it is very sensible and it's usually fixed your volume, fixed your quantity and a bit of form in there, you, you're making the right moves. They might not always work, but you'll be making the right moves. And a hell of a lot of people in the game will be making the same moves, similar moves. So if you do, if you do make a move like that and you lose out on a few points, there's probably a lot, of, hell of a lot of other people losing out on their points as well. So it's not going to do too much damage. It's the crazy little moves, the punts that you might do. Um, the other ones that can probably damage you a little bit more. Taking out a cane, to say, I don't know, you, you took out a cane for a Vegorus, but it was, they had three games each. Mm. I mean, it just be a, that, it's, it's just a daft move. Yeah, You're doing a move for a reason, and it's usually for fixture quantity. What do you reckon, James? Well, I'm, my strategy at the beginning of the year was to go heavy spurs um, at the back um, because Antonio Conte is known for, you know, the martial of defence. Mm. Um, he loves his attacking wing backs. Um, he'd, he'd been given a reasonable amount of money in the summer to upgrade. Everyone was like, oh, he's got Peretic in. He's going to be great, you know. <clears throat> and... Um, even though purchase a midfielder and dream team. Yeah. Um, and I also went fairly heavy, heavy Liverpool. And I did that across all of my sides because I was convinced that that was the way to go. With hindsight, that was that was a stupid move because I should have mixed it up a bit more. Um, but I, I sort of got, got myself into tunnel vision. Um, and Red I didn't... Glasses. <laughs> yeah, red-tinted glasses, yeah. And, um, and then, of course, I... I I gave them a reasonable amount of time because I, I thought they would turn it around, they'd turn it around. Uh, they didn't turn it around. Spurs have been crap all season in defence. They haven't really put a run of clean sheets together all season. Um, Liverpool have been awful, apart from a little run before the World Cup. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that I would say those are my two biggest mistakes. Um, I, I know why I did it. I was so convinced that they were the right moves. Um in hindsight, yeah, I should have probably mixed my sides up a bit more, not put all my eggs in those baskets, really. I think that was my biggest mistake. Yeah. Another thing as well, I think it's quite good like for you, Tony. You've been quite new. Well, are you neutral or are you a Man City fan? <laughs> no, I'm neutral. It, it yeah, is better to not have your team in the league, yeah, definitely. I was going to say, if you're neutral, you, you don't get like... Because if you you want to pick your own players, don't you? Really, if your team's good, if you support a good team, you want to pick your own players over other yeah. other players. But like, if you're neutral, you 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 tend to go for the right player because yeah. you haven't got no bias. That's it. Mm. That's it. I mean, it's the city thing started with because where where I live in uh, a, t- a small town, right? We're near near to Manchester. Um, obviously, I'm a Rovers fan. That's my local team. Um, yeah, I get so many growing up at school, so many United fans, so many Liverpool fans, and just like glory hunters, basically. And I have to, I've had to grow up with, with the fact that basically, United have always been 
I've hated United for quite a long time. It's not as bad now because we, we're we're not rivals with them anymore, so it doesn't matter. But then it got to it got to where I'm working now, and there's about four or five United fans, uh, really plastic fans, and um, I thought because City started winning everything, mm-hmm. I thought I, I, I'm a City fan. I'm going to do what they do. City are winning everything. I, that's all. Basically, I just started quitting with Man City scarves and. You know, sticking Man City stickers on my locker, and you know, I got loads of shites, the proper winding them up. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and so, so, I, I, and so, as that continued, I was, I really wanted them to win. So I really wanted them to win the league, just so I can go in and wind them up. Hmm. And then that's just built and built. And I, and I do have a bit of a soft spot for City now. I do. That, that's just because I've been watching them that much and willing them to win that much. It's kind of like just got like normalised. But yeah, I am a Rovers fan though. And there's no bias to City Light. Um, but yeah, it, it, I think that is a it's a good point that then when your team's not in the league, it definitely helps. Definitely. Because that, that bias is a can be massive within the game. Um going to, back to Lee's question, I, I just marked up a few players that had done well for my best side, a few moves that paid off. Uh, Fabio Vieira um, in them European games, early doors. Uh, that that boosted me up because you're a massive differential. I don't think many teams had him in, if any, uh, up there. Uh, hey, Tony, did... I thought he wanted to know the moves that didn't go work right for you. <laughs> All right, I thought you said, oh, I thought, do you know, I thought it was what went right and what went wrong. No, just what went wrong. Yes, yeah, Lee, of course it's what went wrong. <laughs> oh, God, I, I thought you'd be positive. <laughs> no. Well, I'm going to tell you now anyway. <laughs> That's not it. That's why I said all their players. Yeah, I've got some. I've got the wrong ones here. All right, good. I've just got some. Someone that that, yeah, that carry, actually went carry right. On, Tony, I'm just the one. No, no. <laughs> Martinelli, he did all right for me for a few weeks as well when he had a bit of a hot spell. Um, Sonny in the cup the other yeah. week boosted me right back up there. Um, a good one, and obviously the yeah. No brainer that Newcastle switching to the Newcastle block after the World Cup were really good. Ones that went wrong. Um, James Ward Prowse, I think I might have put him in twice now, I think, mm. a couple of points this season. Um, Missed his holes. Yeah, yeah. He just dropped at the wrong side of his holes, I think. I think he got about five points out of him over two game weeks. Um, and Ketia, that, which is the latest one, latest move that I did. Hasn't paid off. Um, zero points. Uh, the worst one, though, which was the one that dropped me right out of contention, which was uh, Cancelo, the red card in the city, the city uh, back line before that was before the World Cup when they had Brentford at home and Fulham at home. Yeah, fucking conceded in both games, and Cancelo got that red card, that dodgy red card, mm. uh, and a penalty. So you've missed one off your list, Tony. Go on. Zinchenko. Do you remember that one? Oh, Zinchenko. <laughs> yeah, shit. I mean that that's going back a while now, isn't it? Yeah, Zinchenko. Shit. That 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 is last minute. That is last minute, isn't it? That that is why you shouldn't be making your transfers last minute. You should you should have that plan in place. And yeah. if in doubt, just don't do the transfer. Um, because at the time as well, I think it was between him and Chalaber at Chelsea. And I think Chalaba went on to keep clean, two clean sheets as Zinchenko did play. 
Oh. Yeah, he was injured, wasn't he? You text, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it about two minutes before the deadline. And I'm like, no, yeah. he's injured. Yeah, <laughs> I, I literally, were, just, I just got back from glamping, <laughs> and I just got back from glamping or something. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, yeah, and there's just minutes to decide. Yeah, that was, and I think that took me down to one transfer, and it stopped me taking out by putting in the player player on in that month as well. So I've had, I've had a bit of shit luck in this team, really. But he's sat in eighth. <laughs> <laughs> what might have been. But yeah, we'll keep plugging away with it. But yeah, there's the uh, sort of hard luck stories. That, that team has, has been up there, right? Number one, when it was number one. Then it dropped mm. down to like 200th or something. And mm. then you've got it all the way back up to eighth again. That's unbelievable. That. To, to get dropped... up there in a top 10 twice. Yeah. I think that's brilliant. It, it dropped It dropped to like 600th before the World Cup. Yeah, that's what I mean. So it's yeah, like, oh, it's yeah. done. Like, yeah. you know, you've had your little flirt with the top and uh, it's done. And then I thought, well, I'll just be aiming for top 100 again this season, like, just going back to normal. But, yeah, it's just slowly crept back up and hopefully up there to stay, grab one of them five prizes, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully win it. What's win the prizes nice. again? I think it's 75 to the winner, 10 to second, 5 to third. 3k to fourth and 2k to fifth. Don't look too bad. I knew, you'd, nice. knew you'd had a, had a look. <laughs> oh, yeah, I had to, mate. I thought they were only paying the top three. And then when it's in the fourth and fifth, I thought, ah, that wouldn't be too yeah. bad, would it? Um, pay for an holiday, that with kids. Right, so yeah, about regretting. You can't really regret the moves, Lee, if you do them with a plan in, 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 uh, in mind. If you plan properly and you do them for a good reason, there's no regret. Yeah, I don't regret putting them City players in before the World Cup. It dropped me all the way down to 600th, but it was the right move, I think. Brentford at home, Fulham at home. Yeah. You've got to attack them fixtures, haven't you? Just Definitely. didn't work out. They were just shit. So, yeah. Hindsight's wonderful, isn't it? But... Right, David87. Do you see any evidence of any of the top sides going on a run of clean sheets? Are we better off with three at the back and spreading the load between City, Arsenal, United for the month ahead? Reckon, James? I, I've been thinking about this quite a lot because, you know, you, especially after last week and United um, not looking great, um, we've got to remember they weren't, we, we couldn't have anticipated Casemiro get, yeah. getting, um, getting a, a stupid red card. Um, yeah. And he he is important to them defensively. Yeah, um, I think they it looks like they've they've um, you know tr- fixed that the best they can until they've got him back. Um, and I was thinking, well, perhaps the way to go because I wasn't sure this week with a couple of my transfers, and I thought, shall I hedge my bets? And I did hedge a little bit, so I bought in a couple of City to mix in with some of my Man United players, and that way I can pivot either way. Because once yeah. you're on a full, the the great thing about a full block it, when it works is it's brilliant, but when it does when it when it goes Pete Tong, you're screwed, aren't you? Um, <laughs> unless you can pivot off of it. Um, so you, you, if you're not sure, then I don't see any reason not to to hedge your bets a little bit until you are a bit surer, and yeah, then yeah. go block. Because yeah, once you've got four, if you've got four 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 defenders and a goalie from the same team. That's five transfers. And if it goes wrong, you can't pivot off it. So I, I don't see any harm in mixing it up a bit 
if you're not sure on which block to go for. Obviously, if you're going to do something like that, if no one's keeping clean sheets, then you've got to get you've got to be looking for those attacking returns. I think make sure you're getting players in there with the with the chance of a goal or assist. Uh, that would yeah. be my take on it. That's how I tend to look at it. Yeah, Ben. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, I think David's pointed out there. Um, if you're not too sure about what clean sheet to go for. Definitely go for in midfield. There's a quite a few uh, high ceiling midfielders with lots of fixtures at the minute. So um, I think three at the back is probably the way to go at the moment. Um, like you say, United City got the most fixtures. So, but I'd say on paper City's got the better fixtures. But look at today; they've changed the. The defence completely. <laughs> <laughs> Bernardo Silva left back. Yeah. Oh, she's getting over it. Nightmare. So yeah, United's probably the safe safer back line to pick team. I know I know Varane didn't play and Martinez was on the bench and Wambasaka, but I don't know, that's I think United are a bit more settled than um I think it's because they're playing Barcelona, aren't they? So Yeah. They wanted to rest some players. Um yeah, so yeah, definitely. Uh, I think you've got you've you've got the idea there, David. Um, look at the City, Arsenal, and United midfielders, and then pick pick who, who you think's going to do well at the back. Like I, I, I've gone pretty heavy on United, most of my teams. Uh, happy so far, but still early days. But lots of fixtures to go. So yeah, that's it. You can catch another couple of clean sheets to the United uh, block it. Be really nice. Uh, they, they do have it tricky though. Barcelona, warming away. Leicester, who yeah. obviously absolutely smashed Spurs. If they're in that kind of form um, when they play them, better form than Newcastle now. Well, that's <laughs> it. And, then, and then obviously Newcastle after the, the Barcelona, after Barcelona for the second time. Then it's West Ham, uh, Liverpool. So it, they have got a, the thing is they had the quantity of fixtures. It wasn't necessarily the best fixtures. But yeah. the quantity, you'd like to hope they can sneak a few more clean sheets out of it. Um, any evidence of a run of clean sheets? Well, judging mm-hmm. by this weekend, no. No, no. but the, you, we do have <clears throat> a lot of the top sides going into some very good run of games. Um, and I think it, it will, a lot of it, it's going to, there's probably going to be a lot of teams with different blocks. Going forward, mm. I think, because um, as you work your way into like um, March, um, late February, March, you've got Chelsea, got Southampton, Spurs, Leeds, Dortmund, Leicester, Everton, Villa. You, you've got um, Liverpool have a nice, a, a quite a nice run of games. So obviously, you need to see some sort of form from them. Probably a new manager adult, wasn't it, James? Let's um, <laughs> not but, go yeah. there. <laughs> and then you've got City as well. We've got Forest, uh, Leipzig, Bournemouth, Brighton, Newcastle, Crystal Palace, and then uh, Leipzig again. It's not too bad of a run. Spurs have a decent run of games. Milan, West Ham, Chelsea. Uh, who's that cup team? Sheffield United, United. Wolves, AC Milan again, and then Forest. And then back, off the back of that, you've got Southampton, Everton, Brian. So they've got a nice little run. Arsenal, 
Nice run of fixtures. I like, uh, I like Arsenal's after yeah. Man City. After Man City, they've got Villa, Leicester, Everton, Bournemouth, Fulham, Crystal Palace, Leeds. We will at some point as well find out who they get in the yeah. Europa League. So they've got another couple of fixtures to throw in there. I think at this moment in time, I, I think I'm, I'm just going to let the United block play out um, for this month uh, in most of my sides. And I want to see who qualifies in Europe. If United don't get past Barcelona, it's going to change things. If um, And you find it out later, like the second leg for the Chelsea game against Dortmund isn't until the 7th of March. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you get a pummeling in first game, you're probably gonna. You, it's gonna affect how we attack, especially early March. And if there is any blocks, or are you gonna spread it out on players, the likes of Luke Shaw, who, who keeps cramming himself in assist and the odd goal here and there, and the, and a Reese James, who I think we're gonna touch on later on in the questions. Um, yeah. There's not, there's no blocks that you can say for certainty that are going to get a decent run of clean sheets. As no. you could have been quite certain for Newcastle, they were keeping it clean often, and they had good fixtures. Mm. Um, it's just not that at the minute. There's quantity, there's not the quality right now. Um, so yeah, I think, I think three at the back, and then making sure you got all the big hitters midfield and up top is the way at the moment. If you're not already on a United block. We're on a United block, just sit on it. It'll do all right. Um, right, yeah, so t- touching on uh, Reese James. So we've got two questions on Reese James. Uh, we've got one from Wady. I used all my transfers up yesterday. Uh, sounds like Patrick. Um, <laughs> mainly to bring in Reese James. Simple question, am I mad or could I potentially be ahead of the curve? My backline for the rest of the month is now De Gea, James, Shaw and Trippier. Um, also, Having a question about uh, Rhys James, is dream team professor. Uh, Rhys James got 90 minutes this weekend and will likely feature again midweek. Are you considering your teams? And if so, would you rather move Trippier to him or sacrifice a midfielder like Bruno, KDB or Mares? Um Dream team professor, if you don't listen to his podcast, uh, his YouTube videos, um, he does some cracking work and it will be linked at the end of this, this video if you're watching on YouTube. Um, yeah, get yourself across there and listen to what he has got to say. Um, yeah, James, what do you reckon? Reese James has always been a mate of yours. Uh, yeah, um, fantastic player. Um, I prefer him when he plays in a back five, though, um, mm. as a wing back. And Chelsea are playing as a, in a, with a back four at the moment. Um, he looks a bit rusty to me, um, but he's been out a long time. Um, he, he still showed some glimpses of the player we know. Uh, I, I think he could be a good option at some point. Um, I don't think Chelsea have got the fixture volume at the moment. And um, and he's still a bit rusty. So I'm going to give it a give it a bit longer to, before I consider him. But he could explode at any time. It, it may may get, get hit top form next week. Um, but um, he does look a bit rusty for me right now. Yeah, Ben? Yeah, yeah. Um... Just to answer Wade's question, on paper your your defence looks uh, very strong. Um, I like it, um, but um, like uh, James was saying, you've probably jumped on it. You probably jumped on the right time if you're going to do it, uh, James, because he's got double game week this week. But it's still quite uh, a high risk, um, 
high reward transfer, I thought, because he wasn't guaranteed to play the play uh, both games this week just because of his injury history. He actually played 90 minutes, didn't he, this week? So we should see him against Dortmund, hopefully, maybe 60 minutes, 70 minutes. I can't see him playing another full 90 minutes. No. Um, but he looked quite uh, involved in uh, all the set place, set pieces and that. Um, so it could be a good pick. Um, as I'm not going to bother until um, the double game week at the beginning of March. Um, I'm going to think about it then because he's still got Leeds and Dortmund. Because uh, uh, he only has two games left after uh, this game week. So yeah. it's not worth jumping on now if you've missed James Boat. Uh, last week was probably the oh, this week this weekend was probably the hmm. the time to jump on him, um, but it was still risky, like I say. But he can come out and get a eighteen point Akani out of the blue. He's that sort of player, yeah, top player. If you're chasing, it's worth a punt. But um, yeah, I would I wouldn't be putting him in straight away. Um, definitely not now. Now we've missed that double game week. It's going to yeah. be in March now. Yeah, there's no quantity of fixtures now for Chelsea. Yeah. Um, yeah, the back line's fine. Like I say, Atta, De Gea, James, Shaw, Trippier. They're, they're probably, all four of them are probably starting on magnets, yeah. so they, 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 they do pretty well in that that degree. Uh, just to touch on Dream Team Professor's part of the question, um, yeah. if you were considering him, would you rather move Trippier to him or sacrifice a midfielder? It's, yeah. Out of them four players, it's Trippier all day long. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. It's just purely for fixture quantity. With Europe returning, it's it's got to be him. Um, but yeah, I, I think a big one this month is seeing who does well in these European games as well. That'll help us to plan towards towards March and middle of March. <laughs> right, trigger with the Champions League coming up. I mean, what definitely need to. All right, trig. <laughs> I've had this brush for 28 years. This same brush. It's had 13 new handles and 42 new heads. Yeah. Classic. Trigger. What, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> he says he's in desperate need to try and find the third piece to the puzzle up front. Statistically speaking, the two main factors up front are Rashford and Haaland. The floaters are either Kane and Ketia Salah. With Champions League group, is there any, any, anyone that stands out or potentially could come alive. Having three up front this season is not working out the best for me. Have you got any ideas, Ben? Right. If you are looking for a punt, my mate, Ian Nacho, 40 <laughs> points in three games he's got in the last three games. Uh, two star mans, three goals, three assists. Um, it looks like he has nailed that centre-forward spot now. Um, a couple of years ago, when Leicester won the FA Cup, um, he was integral to the yeah. team. He scored 12 goals in 16 Premier League starts, and they scored four goals in the FA Cup. He was unbelievable. And then Brendan Rodgers dropped him for the next season. I don't know why. Yeah. Now yeah, we've got strange. now Leicester have got two two out and out wingers. They've got Tete on the right and Barnes on the left, and. Ianacho and Madison in in the middle is just they look a totally different team. Um 
I know they haven't got the fixtures. They've they've got a very tough run, Leicester. They've got Man United, Arsenal, and then the the mighty Blackburn. Yay! <laughs> if, he's, if, he, if he's playing that game, get him in. <laughs> but like, if you are looking to do something different, trigger. I think he's the one to punt on. But personally, I would be sticking with Kane if uh, if it was me. If you're chasing and you want to do something a bit different, Ian, I chose your man. Um, but definitely Kane's the one you want to be looking at. Um, if you've got loads of transfers left in your, in your team, say you've got more than three and you're more than happy with your team, you could uh, get two games. If you've got Kane already, I think you've said you've got Kane. Uh, you've got Kane already. You'll have the two games from Kane this week. And then you can move to Salah next week for his double game week. And then you can move back to Kane or you could move back to Enketia or you could stay with Salah for the last game week because they've all got double game weeks then. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to do different stuff, you know, like be a bit differential. Um, but yeah, I, I don't really think uh, you, you have to be too differential at the moment. It's still only February. Kane's yeah. Kane's a good pick. Yeah. Um, the midfield the, the midfielders at the moment are pretty obvious to pick. It's just there. Uh, you just have to wait for the opportunities. I think it's not come up at the moment. There's no like everything's a bit obvious at the minute. I think. What do you think, Tony? Yeah, I think Kane. I think uh, I think obviously Kane is going to be your third man there. Um, and Ketia's been in good form. Um, see, I, I took a punt on him hmm. um, last week. Didn't quite pay off, but he's definitely he's got a hell of a lot of points in a short period of time. I think it was like forty eight points in six games or something. I can't remember when I put I put it in the Discord. Yeah. Um, Sarah, obviously. He's always he's always going to be an option, Salah. It's just I've not seen nothing from him. Mm. Don't know what's going on at Liverpool. Um, they just look a shadow of the former selves, Liverpool. So I won't be going anywhere near that. I think Kane's a safe option. It's probably the, the best option there. Um, and and I just just to touch back on what I said about the Champions League games and the European games, a lot's going to depend on that because if Spurs do go out and say I don't know Liverpool go through. Then you're gonna st- everyone's gonna start swaying towards more of a salad because of the fixture quantity. Yeah. Uh, but at this moment in time, as we speak today, Kane, yeah, all day long. Dragon James. Um, yeah, just on the on the the Salah point, or or Nunes, I might add as Ooh. well. Um, Paul <clears throat> have got Jota, Firmino, Virgil Van Dijk, and Diaz all back in training. Jota's the closest to return. Um, but the others aren't far behind. And that could be the thing that sparks uh, the Liverpool attack back into life. So yeah. don't write us off completely Definitely. just yet. Um, <clears throat> if you're looking for something a little bit more punty, then Jao Felix at um, Chelsea looked really lively um, yeah. for Chelsea this week. Um, I think he's got a 13-pointer, was it? Mm. Yeah, 13-pointer, yeah. star man. Um, he, he was trying to run the show. Um, I, w- I wouldn't go there yet because of fixtures. And you need probably need a bit more time to look at him because uh, 
Potter is is the tinker man, isn't he? The new tinker man. <laughs> um, he, 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 could be, he could be playing a completely different side in Europe, knowing him. Um, yeah. I would be surprised if if Joe Felix doesn't play most games because he just looks a step above some of the other players that they've got. Um, and they paid a fortune for his loan. They've got to play him every single game he's available. Yeah, aren't they? He's a quality player. If you watch him play for um, for for the international side. Um, he, he looks great for them as well. So I, I think he could be could be good. I think he's a wait and see at the moment. Yeah. Maybe maybe start a march um, might be an option. Um, but I'm going to be really boring and agree with both of you guys and say for the moment I would just stick with Kane. <laughs> yeah, definitely. definitely. Yo. Right, FPL Daniel has been on. Newcastle starting to concede now. Time to move on some defenders and just keep Trippier. Um, that's exactly what I've done. That's the play I've made. Trippier is still um, starman potential uh, on set plays. Uh, he's well, you know, how good he is at free kicks. He, he, he can he can bag them for fun. Um, what do you reckon, Ben? Yeah. Uh, I've moved off all Newcastle. I've got one Trippier left. Uh, he's still in my best team, um, only because I've run out of transfers. <laughs> <laughs> but to be honest, um, I didn't. I didn't need. To, well, it was it between Casemiro and Trippier um, to bring yeah. in De Bruyne today, and I was like, Trippier's got three games. Casemiro's got four, but um, and United's got post- potential more games because of FA Cup and um, Europe if they get through past Barca but Trippier's got that star man potential yeah. I just thought I'll, I'll keep him in for this month now and then I'll reassess it in um, March yeah I've, I think I've got five Trippiers left me um, again I've still got Trippier in my best side because the decision today was to take out Anthony who I don't know where he's gone Mm. He just seems to fell off the face of the earth or something. I don't know, but uh, took out Anthony and his step overs, and it's injured, isn't he? Yeah, I'll put Grealish in. So either Trippier yeah. or Anthony, so we're a no-brainer. So Trippier survives for the rest of the month. Um, but yeah, obviously then judging later on uh, going into March with the European games, I'm sure I'm sure he'll probably could be out. I think uh, yeah. it just depends on if you need the budget on other yeah. players. Because he's so high. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, if you're budget rich, I mean, it doesn't really matter. You're not so much looking at prices at the moment, especially how many enablers there is knocking about. But, yeah, he is quite pricey. And if you want the biggest budget, he's somebody that's easily callable. What do you reckon, James? Yeah, it's time to move on, I think. Um, that they just I keep, keep saying it with no fixture volume, tricky mm. fixtures on the horizon. Um, I don't. I th- just think that budget can be used better elsewhere. I'm, I wouldn't be totally against ju- keeping just Trippier. I'd definitely yeah. move rest on because Trippier does seem to be a to be a ratings magnet because of his yeah. involvement. But I still probably would move him on um, yeah. if you've got the transfers to do it because uh, yeah, it's just not the fixture volume and the tr- some tricky games coming up. Yeah, makes sense. See, I- Obviously, like you say, the tricky games, 
I think with Trippier is that you're not just relying on his clean sheets, I think, because he gets points from all over avenues. So he's he's a decent hold, but there's no fixture volume. Uh, I won't be panicking if I've got him in my side. But if I did have transfers, I'd be attacking fixture volume. Um, but yeah, jump off the rest of them in my eyes. Right, Dumpf has been on, on Twitter. Um, keep or bin Mudrick. I gambled earlier with him. Already got De Bruyne, Saka and Bruno in midfield with him. What do you reckon, James? Mudrick, you've just touched on him and how he looked great in his cameo. I've seen that cameo and he did look bloody good. He did, yeah. He's on watch list. Um, yeah, what do you reckon? I, I would bin him, I think. Um, he's new to the league. Most play. The majority of players don't hit the ground running. It's going to take him yeah. a while to get up to speed. He's still quite young. Um, if you've got the transfers to burn, get rid of him. I don't see any massive issue with holding him at his price. If, if you, if you know, if you're down to your last transfer, I probably would hold. Yeah. Um, give him a little bit longer, but yeah, I th- I think there's probably better options out there. He might rip it up in midweek. He could do, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be massively surprised if he did. He's definitely got some talent. Yeah. But the last two games he's not looked brilliant. So Yeah. Yeah, if I if I had to spare transfers, I'd probably move him on. Yeah. Ben? Yeah, it's a tricky one because they've got Southampton next week, haven't they? Um it's a single game day though. Um the only player I'd probably move him on to if I had the cash was be Mares. If you had De Bruyne, Saka and Bruno. Um I'd wait and see if he starts if it oh see how he gets on against Dortmund, obviously. And if he does alright against Dortmund, then you can think, right, okay, I can keep him. Because you never know with Chelsea, they've got so many players, he might be back on the bench because they've they've got to give other players a chance. Uh, I know they've spent a lot of money on him, but if he's not doing anything like he got took off half time in the last match before, didn't he? We've got loads of new players. They've got loads of players already. So it's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's like Champ Man. Yeah, <laughs> he's got. Need to quickly settle on the team, Chelsea. They do. Yeah. They need to get the players. They need to get eleven players out there performing consistently together. Mm. Um, they need to find that from somewhere because the way they're going, it's just, it's just not helping them, is it? It's not helping, chopping and changing week in, week out. It's, there's no continuity there. There's no like um there's no recognition that they don't know each other, the players they don't play together, they all it's just a different lineup every week. Are you meant to ever get like a bit of continuity going? But mm. so it's looking in glimpses. But yeah, not for me, yeah, it's too early. I think because he's already got him though. Um Yeah, you've got to watch week, He's only really got the option of going to like Man City, Liverpool, or Man United because they've yeah. got game weeks. But yeah. um, I think Southampton's a good fixture. If he does well against Dortmund, then you can. Yeah, it might be worth holding just for Southampton. Yeah. And then think again after that. But yeah, not not ideal to bring him in really because he didn't have as many fixtures as, as the other teams, Man City, Man United. Yeah. Probably a gamble at the wrong time, but mm. it, it, it could have paid off. He could, could have lit it up and looked like a genius, but yeah, he's still got another game to go so far this week. We're halfway through the week, so he's got he's got another game to try and, try and show his worth 
Um, right, John Davy has also been on on Twitter. Team value doesn't seem to be an issue right now. I've got the team I want with five million still in the bank. Uh, do you think we underestimate the cheaper options this season? Also, what your guys' highest team value? Be interesting to know. Would reckon Ben? No, I don't think I. I haven't underestimated any uh, cheaper players at the moment. Though we're saying this that we don't need the money, but wait till Champions League, Europa League kicks in when you've got like your Trents and players like that who's going to come on and hopefully do well. I know Liverpool have got tough trip fixture, but like James was saying, all these top players are coming back now from injury. It's going to be like new signings. It's going to be such a buzz for the team to have all these players back. Uh, you could see a different Liverpool. Um, definitely, we're going to need this money when once we get deeper into Europe. Um, yeah. So the more money you've got, the better. Um and my team value is the best one is sixty five point nine. I think that's pretty pretty poor, isn't it? it compared to you must be about seventy million, ain't you? <laughs> uh, What's your sorry? Sixty five point nine. No, that's not bad. That no, I thought I thought I th- well, I think I must have had a decrease this week because of all the bad. Uh, everyone got like minuses defensively, didn't they? And, yeah. Midfield. No one really did anything last week. Yeah, my my, my 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 team that sat eighth overall mm. has also got the best budget, which isn't a surprise, obviously, because points mean price rises, don't they? So, yeah, uh, sixty-seven point seven million. So it's not oh, okay. It's not huge. That's only a, what one point eight million difference. It's not massive. What about you, about you James? <clears throat> 64.7 although although FF stuff is still saying I've got Trippier in that side so it, I'm not convinced that's right right <laughs> but yeah so it's nearly 65 million I think um, to, to address the rest of his question um, I think we do sometimes it, there's a psychological barrier with looking at the cheaper players and thinking oh well, no, they're not worth it because uh you know, they won't score as many points, but um, mm. you know, like your Matomas and your your marches. Um, but yeah, they, some people can have a tendency, and I think we some some of us do do that. Um, and you underestimate some of these cheaper cheaper players. Um, it does happen. I can see I can see what it, where he's coming from, basically. Yeah, I I think though a lot, and we, we're always preaching it on the pod is to attack fixture quantity um, and quality and usually when you when you go down that route and you do do that you're picking from the, the European the teams that play in Europe which ultimately means they're probably more expensive and yeah so like there's, there's the case for like Matoma who's been on a, an incredible run it's not I don't think we're underestimating him as a player or his ability to get points I think sometimes it's just He's just not got the fixture volume mm. enough to justify because we want we don't want a Matoma who's going to score eight points every other week. We would rather be able to have a player who's playing in European games who has the ability to maybe score 13 points each week, if you know what I mean. And he's going to be more expensive. Mm. Um, yeah, it's... 
it's a tricky one. Like I say, sometimes psychologically, some people will just look at it out to pick from the most expensive players because they're obviously the best. They're the ones that score the most points, which isn't yeah. true. It's yeah. uh, it's funny how Ianacho's coming to form now because it's similar situation how Ianacho was a couple of years ago. Like people were a bit weary of picking him because he didn't yeah. have the fixtures, but he kept banging in every single week. Oh, he was unbelievable! He was And then, ridiculous. like you say, and then Rogers started the season. No Ianacho. Yeah. Right. Mental, mental, but. Yeah, he's, uh, like I say, starting to pick up a little bit. Interesting. It, do you know, we might end up, and it's not out of the realms of possibility, that we end up with nearly all the English teams getting knocked out of Europe, mm. and we are playing just a Premier League game. Yeah. Nearly nearly all the top sides are out of the FA Cup already. Yeah. I, I yeah. mean, we literally would just be looking at Premier League games left. But it is a possibility, and that's why it's very big. This this next round of European games is huge. Yeah. Um, I like you said that if 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 you if you start to think about fixture volume going forward with the European games, and you have to start picking the majority of your players again, so you're coming away from the Newcastle players that got some good cheap options, the Brighton's and uh, people like that for your enablers, and you're having to put. Put in the likes of the city defense, Diaz, Laporte, and mm. and all these players that cost an absolute fortune. Yeah, um, like say Liverpool hit form again. The players still aren't cheap. Mm. They're still not cheap options, Liverpool players. So they do hit form. You got there's some big prices that you need to put in. Salah, uh, Trent, obviously Robertson. I think has held his price as well. I think uh, no. I think the defenders have gone down a bit now. Um, Trent's 4.8 and he was 6.5, wasn't he, at start? 4.8 million. Yeah, and Robertson's 3.9 now. So it's quite interesting, I think. So they're still pricier than the Newcastle They are players, pricier, are they? yeah. Yeah, but they're, they're getting down compared to what they were at the start of the season. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, Salah. Salah's held his price, hasn't he? Yeah, Salah's Nunes. What's Nunes at now? I'm never touching Nunes. <laughs> <laughs> not not Nunes. until I see him score a few goals. 4.8 million, Nunes. Yeah. What's Yotta? at? Because obviously he's been out injured. 4.7. 4.7. Mm. 4. Gakpo's 3.3, but... Oh, I wouldn't touch him. <laughs> like, if, he, if we were in the World Cup, I'd be sticking him back, sticking him in right now, mate, yeah. because he was doing Definitely. all right in the World Cup. Definitely. Different team, in it though? He's got to settle in. Yeah, I was obviously we were speaking to Aman and um, you know the uh, cash rich man, and <laughs> obviously he's built such a massive budget. And mm. I think he's sort of like fifty for a minute. He's, he's doing really well as well, and he's got such a huge budget in his team. It isn't being utilised at this point in time because mm. of all the cheap options. But if you see like maybe City, Liverpool, and I don't know. Uh, Chelsea maybe with Thiago Silva something like that gets through in Europe and Beast James mm. and all of a sudden that budget is going to be so important yeah so important and he's in such a good position with his budget so yeah it's going to there's going to be lots of twists and turns lots of twists and turns to come in the season um, right one last question um, that's a direct message on Twitter from Mo Lester he <laughs> Has asked with Southampton having five fixtures in March, is it time to bring back Bazuna? <laughs> 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 well, 
What do you reckon, Ben? What is this sorcery? <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> Zunu, come on. <laughs> You've been there, done that. Southampton. <laughs> is this a joke? <laughs> new manager bounce. Who's going to be the new manager? I um, don't know yet, do I? Do you like oh, yeah. that Jesse Marsh? Yeah, I heard the Marsh thing as well. That would be crazy, wouldn't it? <laughs> Just, you know, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. Everton, Everton have done the right thing and got in the Ginger Mourinho. <laughs> and he is... Yeah, he's, he'll do well there. Uh, I fear for Liverpool tomorrow, right? Do you? Yeah, yeah, I think Everton will turn him over. <laughs> Turns out James. And honestly, I do. I, 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 really, I, I really impressed with Everton last game. They played really well. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm glad it's at Anfield and not at Goodison. That's all yeah. I can say. Um, I, yeah, I think Paul Merson was saying it was that he, he rates um, Everton as slight favourites. Yeah, which yeah, is, he likes to crazy. say stuff, though, don't he, Paul Merson? That's crazy. I know, but <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool, Liverpool still have the quality. It's it's throughout the whole pitch. Such a good side, but. It's just yeah, there's that intensity's gone. What's the Need chances of back. what's the chances of Van Dyke starting, James? Zero. Zero. So he's not he's not that close then. No, not that close. He's, J- he, he's doing individual sessions at the moment, mm. so he's no not contact. joining the group as such. Jota has joined the group. Um, Virgil is doing individual sessions, so he's a, he's a little bit further away. I mean, he, he he will join the team at some point, maybe in the next week, I think. Uh, but yeah. they're not going to take risks with him. It's not worth it, is it? No, definitely, definitely not. Not after such such a timeout. Uh, you see how many players break down when they rush back. Uh, we don't don't want to be doing that. Right, let's get over to the. Mini league top tens. Um, first up, the dream team tonic cash league. Um, James, do you want to give that a read there? I'll, I'll, I'll read this one. I've been informed that um, I have to do the top 11 this week. For the <laughs> um. <laughs> it's amazing how many times it comes around the top 11, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, you, it's usually me, but uh, I, I thought, well, I can't. I can't um, deny Ben his opportunity. So, in 11th, we have Ben Lee. Wee. Wee. <laughs> in 10th, we have Graham Payne. The in winner ninth, of the uh, last um, £50 game week score, Graham Payne. Did he? Oh, not for Graham. my pain. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brindley in 9th. Dan Bartlam in 8th. Lee Watson in 7th. Andy Allert in 6th. Stephen Williams in fifth, Tom Brindley in fourth, Andy Allett again in third, Simon Davies in second, and still at the top with a reasonable lead is Anthony Suncliffe. Here I am, still. (laughs) Keep it up, mate, keep it up. Keep going, keep going. Next one is the DT Tonic Patron League. Ben? Yep. Would you like to give this one a read out, mate? In 10th place, Aman Deep Tatler. In 9th place, Anthony Sutcliffe. Three. In 8th place, Tom Brinley. In 7th place, Wayne Foster Crouch. 
in joint fifth place, Nicola Stephen and Mark McKee. Fourth place, Jake Bevan. Third place, Stephen Broughton. Second place, John Melia. And still top of the shot, Lee Utting. Lee Utting, 18-point gap now. Uh, well played, or use on that list. And finally, the second chance, Tonic Cash League. Take a chance, take a chance. Second chance. <laughs> yep. Here yeah, we that, are. <laughs> James, would you like to do the honours on this one again, mate? You know I'm on there, don't you? Oh, no, sorry. Right, yeah, you are. Jeez. <laughs> I didn't we're see all, you there. I think we're all on there, so one of us is going to have to. Right, who's going to have to read it out? Dip, dip, do. Right, me. I've not read one. <laughs> In 10th, we've got Mark McKee. In 9th, we've got Plevner. Plevner 1, Andrew Hayes. In 8th, we've got Tom Brindley. 7th, Stephen Holt. 6th, James Fricker. Back back in the top 10. Get in. <laughs> 5th, Phil Russo. 4th, Tony Sutcliffe. Hey. Hey. 3rd, Ben Lee. 2nd, hey. Tony Sutcliffe. Hey. And top of the shot, Tony Sutcliffe. Hey. Hey. Hey, yeah, I, bro- was... I, bro- I broke in the top three, though. I got in there. You have. I've broken you have. one team. <laughs> you split the teams up. Yeah. But, yeah, all good? Yeah, you were top three last week, weren't you? I was, yeah. <laughs> Gold, silver and bronze. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> Stealing the show. What do you reckon of the uh, VAR's performance this week? Shocking, absolutely shocking. Denied the Arsenal the victory, didn't it? Mm. Um, awful. Not very good, is it? Absolute disgrace. <laughs> it's just a complete lie. What is like, the point? It's a shambles. What is the point of that? Is they can't do it. The reason we've got VAR is yeah. to eradicate errors. But it's still he, it's still controlled by humans, and humans yeah, are going to make mistakes. Yeah. So, but, but you think if there's three or four of them in that VAR room, mm. and, and whoever's drawing the lines and doing whatever, whatever it might be, there's three or four. So you'd like to think that one of them would spot and say, yeah. "Do you know you've drawn that last line on that wrong defender?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you'd think one of them would pipe up. Surely someone sees it. That's happened three times on Saturday. Three times they put the line on the wrong defender. Like Arsenal, the Brighton game, and the Barnes' first goal against Spurs yeah. was on yeah. the wrong defender. It went the yeah. line went straight through Ben Davis and they still didn't give the goal. <laughs> I don't mind because we were three one up, but like Yeah, he wasn't it was such like, a biggie that. Yeah. But it was like, it, what the hell? It could have been though. It could have been. And that's the thing is Yeah, you've got to get these things right. Because they've got all the time in the world as well. Sometimes they spend bloody minutes doing it, three, four minutes, waiting for a, a pissing decision. I think you need proper computer geezers to be doing this stuff. And yeah. like referee, referees to accompany them, but like, yeah, not they don't know what they're doing with the computers, obviously. No. What for button do I press on here? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that'll do. That'll do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's not good. Um, what do you reckon about Morris taking the bottle off of Haaland? Apparently, Peps, Peps said that Haaland should have been taking the penalty. Really? Hopefully, Morris yeah. isn't on the uh, naughty step. 
So Mars is number is been confirmed as by Pep as number two taker. Um, I thought I thought he'd taken it because um, Harlem was like got a bit of a calf injury, so that's why he came off, wasn't it? The- yeah, it could have been, could have been because right at the end of the half, weren't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, if Harland is injured, Mares is is the penalty taker. Nice penalty. Um, yeah, interesting. Interesting but, to see. Hopefully, he's not on the notice that. Yeah, better that he does take them though, because it's more differential, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Want it. I mean, do you see that that chance he missed? Um, it, to be fair to him, oh, the ball God, bubbled yeah. up. It bubbled up just before he struck it. But <laughs> I, I'm thinking that's another. That's number five points. That's star man as well. He'd have had everything. Straight but, into uh, Rose Ed. Yeah. Yeah, so lucky. Uh, yeah. Did it's you see a, what? Oh, go on. I was just going to say, did you see what Pep said about um, Bernardo Silva? What, um, being best left back in Premier League? <laughs> I'll, quote, <laughs> I'll quote what he said. He has the ability to play in 10 positions because he is so smart. He is not tall but he is smart. <laughs> I like Rico Lewis in these positions I'll, and Fabian Delft and Zinchenko in the past. Today, I wanted Bernardo to do it. So basically, he's saying he's going to turn Bernardo into Zinchenko, I think. Okay. <laughs> Shouldn't have I mean, sold him. Yeah. <laughs> well, it looks well, like that. Now, now they've got rid of Cancelo. Selling Zinchenko yeah. was just daft. Yeah. Um. But to be fair, he looked, he looked pretty good there, Silva. I mean, it'd be a different kettle of fish up against Saka uh, in midweek. I mean, I, I can't see him doing that. I, I, I'd probably think we're going to see Aki play at left back or um, maybe Lepore, but probably Aki. I think he'll go with Lepore and Diaz again. Walker, who were a bit, gin, bit gingerly, were they? Walking around a bit gingerly, like right early doors. Yeah, there was some sort of report, wasn't there, that uh, he didn't finish the warm up and everyone was panicking, thinking, Yeah, um, I might have to take him outside or who's going to come in for him because um, yeah. I might. And I, I, some people were considering, you know, taking, they thought, well, Ake might come in. I've now got yeah. rid of him because he's not starting and it caused yeah. a bit of confusion. But then he started. So. Um, we don't really know what happened there, but yeah, he played the ninety, didn't he? Yeah, quite well. Yeah, yeah. He did all right. Um, so some big games coming this week. Obviously, some few European games and City Arsenal. I think that's a massive game. What night is that on? Is that a Wednesday night? Yep. Wednesday night, City Arsenal. Um, that's a big, big, big game in the title race and. And for our dream teams and stuff. So all the best for the rest of the week, lads. Uh, and everyone that's listening. Um, thanks a lot for all your support. Um, everyone who's involved on the Patreon and involved with Discord, we appreciate all your uh, all your support. Um, yeah, we wish you the best of luck. Until next week, it's ta from me. ta from me. Good night. Good night. <laughs>